This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. Today, we're talking with Cody Lee, CHS Agronomy Technical Specialist, about the importance of crop protection and nutrient management. Welcome, Cody. And with crops in the ground and pre-emergent herbicide applications gone out, what should farmers prioritize next in terms of crop protection? Well, first of all, thanks, Mike. Appreciate you having me on. You know, it's funny you lead with that as I'm based out of North Dakota, and we're still currently scrambling to get a lot of crops in the ground. So that being said, there's kind of been some changes in crop production plans as far as what's going into the field. And unfortunately, a lot of those pre-emergence herbicides have kind of went by the wayside. That being said, kind of as a generalization, you know, prioritizing those stresses that we can really control, such as weed pressure, insects, and disease, is really what they should be focused on. Cody, what is the importance of having a crop protection plan? You know, Mike, it's critical to have a crop production plan because of that yield hit that those pests can create. If we don't scout our fields and get appropriate pesticides in the tank, we can start using a lot of yield. You know, especially when uh, talking about like a weed perspective, those weeds are out there competing for the same thing that our crops need, such as sunlight, nutrients, and even space. And it's kind of funny that I looked it up and the Weed Science Society of America kind of estimates we lose on average $40 billion on average just to weeds. So just imagine what weeds in conjunction with our insects and disease pressures is doing for us. And Cody, in a market where input costs are high, how can growers most effectively manage their crop nutrient strategy? Well, it's really a good thing the commodity prices are high to kind of offset those inputs. However, I think this is a really good scenario with the commodity price the way we are to kind of go and chase and get that high reward scenario. Um, to me, it really all starts with our soils, though. So soil testing will really help us gauge, you know, that kind of fertility baseline. And we can use those fertilizer recommendations to kind of gauge what our desired yield goal is going to be. And then once we do understand our uh, nutritional needs, it becomes more about that fertility placement and trying to make putting our fertilizer in the correct spot where it's as available as possible. Cody, what strategies can help improve that nutrient availability in crops? Fertility placement, timing, and nutrient enhancement products can all be utilized kind of in conjunction to maximize that. Things like nitrogen stabilizers have been around for a very long time, so we can utilize those to help prevent some of that volatility losses, leaching, and denitrification. Then there are also things like chelates where we can use those to help improve our micronutrient availability and even prevent some of that phosphorus tie-up. And then we can also use in-season supplement smaller quantities of nutrients, you know, through the foliage, such as micronutrient applications. What is the best timing and placement for nutrient applications at this point in the growing season? At this point in the growing season? Well, again, I'm in North Dakota. So unfortunately, we are still really in the field planting. And it's funny, I just looked at the progress report. We only have 32% of our wheat acres in compared to 92% on average. But from a position of in the field, what can we do? We're kind of limited depending on what you want to do. So as far as macronutrients go, most people don't really apply a lot of like NP and K foliar. That is just kind of due to the potential for crop injury, as well as, you know, applying foliar, you can't really get large quantities of nutrients into the plant, if that makes sense. However, there is ample opportunity for micronutrient applications in that time of the season. So micronutrients, a lot of them are not really mobile in the soil. So depending on what kind of access the plant has to it, we can be limited in the soil. So kind of supplementing that through nutrition throughout the season can kind of really be a nice fit, especially since micronutrients, micro, right? We don't need large quantities of micronutrients. And then as far as a 
timing application of those micronutrients, a lot of people really just put those in in conjunction with uh, our herbicides and fungicide timing. First of all, that's going to be time effective and it's really going to be cost effective. So you don't have to go over that acre again. That's Cody Lee, CHS Agronomy Technical Specialist. Cody, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Mike. And thank you for joining us around the table. Learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership at cooperativeownership.com.